No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Isn't this actually your episode? No, this is your episode. Who's the host, me or you? We're co-hosting. Okay. Yeah, we're doing it together. <laughs> well, anyway, today we're tapping in with some of the architects of this L.A. wave. We got Ron Ron and Jug Season in the yeah, building. The whole motherfucking hit mob in the building, too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yes, sir. Anyway, so uh, it's been a pretty uh, hectic couple of years. Shit's been pretty crazy since yeah, the last, last time we time tapped we, in. We had an interview was 2017. I know, right? 2018, 2017. At the height At of my the height, my peak of the everything of the Shoreline Draco Greedo wave that kind of took over LA. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you were you were one of the primary uh, guys. Pushing the sound that was going crazy at that time. Shit still is. Mm. We're going. We still pushing it. It's just right now we we trying to figure everything out with our label right now. You know, trying to map everything out and just you know we trying to go hard. We're not trying to just be producers from LA. We trying to be global. You feel me? So what's the vision? You guys are doing this label together yeah, as it, partners, it, or me, ju- me and Jug partners. But at the end of the day, the la- is it's it's more of a producer group. It's not a label. It's more of a producer group at the end of the day because who do you got- compare it to? Black internet money. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like an eight away mafia, eight away mafia, mafia type okay. of thing. Because we we not at the end of the day, we all brothers, bro. We not like in it for money or anything it's all brother shit we all came up together That's how it and it just oh. we all started together so we just was like fuck it let's just do this hip hop shit you feel mm. me so y'all got a crazy publishing deal right now we all got our own deals going i got an admin deal Jug got an admin deal mm-hmm. ace got a pub deal with sony fucking quiet i quiet i think he got a uh admin or anything or i think he just with bmr but Either way it go though, we not, we trying to get a big pub deal for the whole hit mob as a collective, mm-hmm. not just one each person. You feel me? We trying to come in as a collective. Cause we all do numbers, so yeah. When y'all ain't no pub deals, how many records do you actually gotta have? You know what I'm saying to complete your deal? I never knew that shit. Okay, a pub deal is basically is. I'm gonna put it like this: a pub deal <laughs> they could give you fifty thousand for one song. And you gotta recoup that fifty thousand with that one song. But it has to be a placement, though, right? Yeah, it, has it gotta to be come like out. say, okay, with Ace, he he did Sony with for uh, Shoreline Bands, and basically they gave him bread up front, and he had to recoup that bread before he see anything from Bands. So basically, it's like they taking your back end money by giving you an advance. And it's up to you what to do with that little bread that they give you. If you don't do nothing with the bread, you just fuck. You feel me? At what's the, what's the, the advantage of doing that over just owning whatever you own and getting money the, in the long term? The better, the, that's why I was going to say the admin deal is better because an admin deal, they're going to give you less bread, but you own it more of your shit. Mm. You feel me? So basically, an admin deal, they're going to give you like 2000 and then but they only taking like 10% for them doing what they gotta do to get you get you your back end money. Mm-hmm. So you getting money back from what you do with the admin deal. But with the pub deal, you're not getting nothing back. 
So all of y'all collectively, do you own your catalog and then you bring it to a record label and then you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's basically what we trying to you do. You have now. the leverage, right? Yeah, yeah, we we got the leverage now. We all own our own shit. We don't. We ain't own no other shit. We all own our masters. We all own everything. So it's just right now we we don't want to <laughs> just be the ones to go in the game and be like give us this pub deal and then we don't know what the fuck to do with it. You feel me? So we gotta we gotta know what to do with everything before we just jump into it. When did you guys actually connect for the first time? Twenty fifteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Through producing? Through T Swiss. Okay. T Swiss R. I. P. My boy T Swiss. We met met him this is his cousin. So T Swiss was like, My cousin make beats and Jug came over my house one day and we made beats all that day to the to the next morning. And nigga Jug car ended up getting fucking towed in front of my house. Wow. And he was like, damn, bro, my car got towed. I, I ended up lending bro like 300 to get his shit out. And he gave me my 300 back, and we've been boys ever since. Damn. <laughs> That's cold, <laughs> man. Yeah. I'm saying, I don't know, in the community that see your car being towed away or walk out there like, my shit gone, cuz. That shit, <laughs> that shit hurt your heart like a motherfucker, right? And really, I know a nigga, you feel bad, you gotta go what? to the fucking garage, get your shit out. Your license better be crazy, too. Oh, I ain't, God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No tickets. So I'm already knowing, nigga, how that shit feel. Yeah, sure. we've been boys ever since. Right. Damn. So, okay, we, how'd you guys. Did you guys both start producing for Shoreline and Draco and them around really, the same time? Uh, how'd that start happening? Okay, so how that happened was I started producing for Shoreline first, and basically I introduced Shoreline to all them. Okay. So how Ace got bands was because we was in the studio. Ace didn't even know Shoreline. And Ace was just like, he was like, man, these niggas ain't about to rap to my beat. You feel me? So <laughs> I was like, man, just wait. Just wait, bro. I'm like, hey. I told him, like, hey, my, my cousin got some beats to play. He ended up playing a band's beat. They didn't rap bands how a band sound. Ace stayed there, and he was like, bro, this shit don't sound right. So he stayed there, and he basically rearranged re- the whole song. They yeah. rapped it off beat or something? Yeah, they, like, rapped it weird. And basically... The hook wasn't yeah, the hook. Yeah, was, the hook wasn't the hook. Uh-huh. And Ace was like, hold on, let's make this the hook. Let's do this. And Scooch Out Versus, he, he made bands. Right. So that shit went platinum. He was the first one to go platinum out the whole game. Is that normal to end up doing shit like that as a producer? I feel like that's yeah, kind of like that's, out that's of the That's the producer. That's, that's yeah. what's as producing. As opposed to the beat maker. Yeah, yeah, being right. the beat maker and the producer. That's being the producer right there. But you have to really have a relationship with an artist in order for like them to Like I said, he didn't even know him though. Yeah. So he, it was just him being like, man, if I don't do this, I ain't gonna like the song. You mm. feel me? So he, he, it was just him, like, man, I need to do this. The song weak right now. So right. he did it, and that shit ended up being a banger. Right. Coming up as a producer like that and doing that with him, were you all, like, doing that shit for free? Yeah. Yeah. Everything mm. was for free. I ain't going to cap. Everything. Even with Greedo. With me and Greedo, everything free. Like, I'm not asking for nothing. It was just, like, if I got to eat something, then I'm gonna be like, bro, like niggas, shoot me something so I can get something to eat or something. You feel me? But other than that, nigga, I'm doing everything for free and until had, we blow up. You yeah, feel me? And, and I had my own hustle in the back end, so I was just I was doing this kind of like on the side, and then I seen what could come of it. So uh-huh. then that's when I was like, I'm gonna take this shit serious. What was your hustle on the back end? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a whole lot of. <laughs> 
I'm still trying to learn to hustle on the back end. You motherfuckers gonna teach me. Yeah. Y'all niggas scam. This is the bitch I need to see. Yeah, I was in jail for that shit. So I... For trapping. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It'd be like that. Yeah. You kept you kept your nose clean ever since, or yeah, what? Yeah, you know, I just stayed out of trouble. <laughs> Got to. And, uh, stayed sure. in the studio. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm sure we're fucking up the timeline and everything, but I'm interested in how you ended up getting so close to Draco and like you were really kind of helping run his shit while he was locked up, right? Yeah. So what was what was it like before he went in in terms of you working more and more closely with him? Uh, well, me and Draco, we met at uh, when, uh in Santa Monica. And yep. then uh, we was like, it wasn't like we just hit it off or nothing like that. Um, it took it till uh, he went to jail the first time, I think. Yeah, he was in jail the first time. First time. And then he was uh, calling me. Because when he did his No Jumper interview, he had just gotten out from doing a few years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then he was calling me from that time he got out, and he was like, "I need some beats and shit, run, run." And then I was like doing shit with Shoreline. So basically, I was like, "Jug, you you handle Draco shit," and that's how it basically went. And Jug started doing everything for Draco. Mm-hmm. We, we recorded a uh, recorded hook GTA. from we recorded the hook from Black Holocaust while he was in jail, and mm-hmm. then he got out, and then we did on rap beef, right? Mm-hmm. Or it was, yeah. So then. So that was the first stuff you had done together. You you weren't on Cold Devil and stuff. You came about after I that. Came after, yeah. Right, but so then. You so like was most of the stuff that you were doing like taking his existing vocals and putting them on tracks because he's locked up and like d- you handled all the jail shit as well like how much music did you actually make before he went in? Uh, we had we had a few songs before he went in. Okay. Um, and I had I so I had sent him some beats and he he was in the uh in the touring studio mm-hmm. and then um. He was in there with Caden, but they, I guess it was smoking in the uh, in the other room. That's when we was doing the the Greedo RJ back and forth. Mm-hmm. So then uh, he was in in the lobby. I was like, "Come in the other studio." So I started playing him some beats. That's when we made on um, rap beef. Then mm-hmm. Greedo came in, recorded. Um, then after that, um, all the it would be, it would be like Lucy's, you know, just loose songs here and there, and then. He put the free Draco tape together, so I was, I had a couple on there. Then after that, they didn't let him out of jail, so we was just like, "Fuck it, we gonna do this jail tape." Right. Yeah. So wh- what were you doing? Kind of like A and R in it, like figuring out beats and like old verses and and getting verses from other people and shit like that. Or? Uh, no, like it wasn't old verses with. Oh that. yeah, because it was the the jail verses, right? Yeah. yeah. We recorded straight on the phone. Uh, didn't they have some like like I remember TK or somebody telling or Picasso telling me like we got the jail versus sounding <coughs> better than anybody's ever had a sound and what was the deal with that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I that was just <laughs> mechanics right there. Yeah, he, I had he a had different to do little, some shit. I had a different little Mickey Mouse way like how to do it. He's not gonna give it the bit of sauce. <laughs> it was because like, I'm trying to hear a song because I was like, I heard a Lil Wayne verse and I was like, damn, like, but if he was out, it'd been crazy. So every verse I hear over the phone ain't been like too crazy. But Draco yeah. shit was like, damn, is he out? Yeah, they figured out how to like hotwire the phone or some yeah, shit. Yeah, pretty dude. much. <laughs> like they're doing something that the fucking prison would not be happy that about. Shit. He, but he was on. He was actually on the the payphone in jail. Right. And then um, me and Naveen teamed up. And then uh, Naveen, we was going back and forth as far as the mixing, the you know, the 
the post production. Right. So yeah, but that I had a dream for real how to put it together and then went to Guitar Center that next day. I was I, I wasn't even here. I was in uh Atlanta or South Carolina. I put it together, went to Guitar Center, put it together, and then he called me and I was like, Hey, talk. And then I seen the signal in the computer and it was like, Oh yeah, it's a rap. <laughs> we finna go crazy. Damn. And that shit went over pretty well too. Like people were really hyped on it, even though it was like recorded over the phone from jail, which normally nobody really gives a shit. But right. I remember again like a crazy reaction from people. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was different. sound good in the car. Mm. It don't sound bad. That was the that was the good thing about it, because it sounded good in the car. That's whole. That's our it's whole thing with traffic right music. It's like everything gotta sound good in the car at the end of the day. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Definitely. So then you guys went right back to work when he got out, or how did that go? Yeah, pretty much. Like when he got out, that shit was crazy that day. Uh, he got out, then you know he was he was enjoying his being out, and then yeah, we got right back to work. Mm. How would you describe what he was like to work with? Uh, he was working with Draco was like the. That was like. <laughs> It's fun. <laughs> and he like, uh, he expects shit a certain way. He's like a mastermind too. So like, he'll, I don't know how he'll do it. He'll plot some shit out. And then when you see it unfold, it's like, damn, like you thought of all this shit. With mm-hmm. him, he'll take probably a cool minute to start recording though. He'll listen to a couple of beats and then he'll be like, all right, and then he starts smoking, do whatever he got to do. Smoking Newports? Because <laughs> yeah. he wasn't really smoking that much yeah, weed, right? smoking Newports yeah. or something. And then puffing his puff bar. Right, puff yeah. bar. And then he'd be like, all right, come on. And he'd just go in there and start freestyling. Oh, because I was just about to say, how was the writing process? My yeah, boy was he, going in there freestyling He was that going shit. in there freestyling. Yeah. He'd just, he just hear, hear the beat and then he'd rock out to it for a little bit. Like, basically, he writing in his head, kind of. And then he'll go in there and he just do it, y'all. That should be crazy. In jail, though, he had he had uh, verses written. He had pieces here and there and, and shit. Like he he have some shit over here, have some shit over here, and just like okay, boom, 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 boom like a puzzle mm. came together. He's like a mad scientist. Yeah, going until seven in the morning until you couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> until he's like, hey, Jug, 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 huh? <laughs> Sometimes I'll wake up, be eating breakfast at like eight in the morning, and just like see the Draco Instagram live, click it, and he's been like, he's just like done as fuck, and I'll be like, bro, be you need to go to bed. <laughs> Nigga be coming out the studio, then get on live, mm. start talking shit. Like, Nigga, ain't nobody <laughs> up, bro. Go to sleep. <laughs> you don't want to be talking to people that are watching your live at eight a.m. Those it's, are people who need goals. 
Yeah, like kids. You, you know, you in high school, niggas is fighting at 7 a.m. Like, you niggas is cold oh, as man. a bitch. If you really Kid on the cold bus. Cold as a morning, yeah. you about to fight. It's cold. <laughs> That's some cold motherfuckers. If you ever think about that, having a fight at 7 a.m. At 7 a.m., you woke up, chose violence. Violence? <laughs> <laughs> you just woke up to be like, man, I got to fight today. At 7 a.m., you making it to school, so you woke up at 5 a.m. Like, bitch, I'm finna beat this nigga ass. I could think of one exp- explicit time where I got punched in the face before homeroom and that shit definitely hurt worse than it hurt like normally <laughs> like, like I already don't want to be up this early I don't want to be going to class and you're that just gonna punch you my shit sure. and, oh, you, you're thinking like damn it's early woke his game up yeah wake your shit up bro mm. woke you up crazy but uh like well how how prolific was Draco in a night like would he just be back to back making songs or would he need to like vibe out for a while in between that that whole time, uh, the whole time we was recording over the phone, like we was really racing the phone. You feel me? We oh, because of the fucking we had hour long stints, and mm. every little, I think it was every five minutes, she, the the little lady would talk. Right. So we was racing the phone, so it ended up being like a we did a little marathon, thirteen hours to record that whole tape. Wow. Damn. Crazy. Yeah. Now, at what point in y'all career you just felt you, you you said you know what I ain't doing this shit for free no more? <laughs> I mean it's already like that now, but it's at at some point you gotta when being a producer, bro, it's different being a rapper because it's like we gotta down there do shit for free just to get our name up. You feel me? We gotta mm. be like, hey, rap rap on this beat. We got we gotta do that. Mm. If we don't. It, Leave nobody's, you feel me? But then you come in for the money afterwards, right? Like if you give a rapper a beat, I mean, okay, say, and they use say, it, then you gotta swoop in and be like, ah, oh, nah. Say I, need- I give a nigga a beat and I wanted him to rap on it, I'm gonna just be like, bro, just give me my back end, give me my little 25, 50%. Hmm. You feel me? Give me that, and I, that's straight. I, I don't take no advance. Right. Cause advance, I gotta pay that shit back. Well, when did yeah. you learn about the business though? I, Cause I know niggas See, came in there. Yeah. Okay, that's that's that's, 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 that's why yeah. that's why we've been in the cut so long too. Cause we've been trying to figure the business part out. Is it's fun in the beginning, but then when you start getting that money, it's it's like man, nigga, I'm getting money now, nigga. I gotta do something with this money. I gotta. I'm I'm just spending money, and if you, you don't know me, the business, and then if you don't know the business, you're like, just gonna oh, be sitting I'm not there getting like money, but I'm not I'm getting no money, like but I'm famous. <laughs> but what, what rappers have y'all sat in the studio with? You learn the business, and you turn around like, hey, can I, uh, hey man, I'm gonna charge you for this beat, or can I get the back end and niggas start acting funny? It's it's, it's, it's been like people. that, hella like that, hella like a like lot that. like that, bro. It's just they damn near take it, it as disrespect. Yeah, they take it as disrespect, but it's like, bro. At the end of the day, we gotta eat too. Yeah. We can't just be like, man, rap to my beat all the time, nigga. If we know, nigga, I, I could get a couple of dollars, nigga. I'm gonna get a couple of dollars out you. You feel mm. me? That's that's how it is. It's a hustle at the end of the day, yeah, right? Pretty much. It's yeah. smart, really. Yeah, you I gotta mean, respect it. For real, <laughs> the dudes finessing producers. It's, it's like, but bro, then, it's yo, it's like being a girl where like you're in a relationship with this dude, and and at first it's all good, like she's just happy to be there and stuff, and then all of a sudden like the guy starts like taking whatever he can from her, and she starts to realize like, oh, this is abusive. Like you're not 
playing the game the way that you're supposed to, oh, and then you got to stand up for yourself and fucking try to actually That's basically make what a it stand, is. you know? It's like, we just got to stand up for ourselves. Once we get a name, you got that name now. Now you got to stand up for yourself. You yeah. can't just be out here lollygagging now. You, you got a name. But once you stand up to, to, for yourself, do the artists be like, you know what, fuck these niggas. Yeah, it's like that right <laughs> now with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of niggas like, fuck Ron Ron. For real? Yeah. Nigga, on some weird shit. Yeah. But it ain't like that. It's just like, nigga, I got to, I'm growing up, nigga. I'm, I'm turning to a man, nigga. I, I got to... I got apartment, I got a car note, I got all types of shit. So it's like, nigga, I I can't just be doing shit for free, bro. But you got to tread the line between, like, being a cool guy and just being easy to work with versus being smart. And business, business. you feel me? It's like, nigga, you can't be friends with all the rappers, bro. That's where I kind of fucked up at, too. I feel like, nigga, I'm trying to be friends with everybody and niggas, niggas not... Now, not you feel me? Not the, on the same shit I'm on. Right. So, but like, okay, I went to a studio session with AD. I hit you up. I'm like, yo, can you bring some beats through? See, whatever. that's different. You stop by, you drop some beats off. I assume that if he put one of those on his album, then you guys would have a conversation, figure out how that's going to go business wise. Yeah, right? that's different because me different. and AD already kind of got a, a type a, rapport. A, yeah, we right. we locked in, so yeah. it's like. With that, like me and you, is we locked in. If you tell me come pull up, run, run, play some beats, I'm gonna play some beats, and I'm gonna just tell you, Adam, give me my little twenty five percent or fifty percent on the back end. Right. That's it. We locked in. We locked in. You feel me? It's different, bro. It's like yeah, when, it's when, but when you trying to come up, bro, sometimes you gotta be like, man, I need my little ten thousand for a beat. I need my little five thousand for a beat. For sure. But do you feel like at this point? You can't work with a whack artist. Like you can't. Even if you it's, had a person uh, pull up in your I'm DMs gonna, with I'm mad money, you never it's gonna, know. It could fuck you up your brand, know. right? You never know. Yeah, you <laughs> never part. know with these new artists, bro. You never know. That's why I just I start working a with a lot of point. niggas now because it's like, bro, you never know who gonna blow up, bro. You won't post them on your Instagram though. But will you? that's the thing. I'm not gonna post it <laughs> if I if okay if if I know. You fuck with somebody, I'm not gonna post it. Oh. You feel me? It's it's, it's certain shit because it's tips LA is different out here. It's like so the fucking producers like, are are watching out for politics in Los Angeles, yes. California. I didn't heard. I would assume, right? It's yeah. politics on producers too. It, you can't it, escape it. It's, it's, it's it's politics in LA. Period. Really weird. Just, you ever feel like people want to do something to you because of the artists that you're working yeah, with? Yeah. Like actually, not just. Wouldn't fuck with you, but that they would maybe want to even hurt you. Yeah, damn, that's whack. But that's you, crazy. but you, you guys make sure to try to stay out of the rappers that's that you why, fuck yeah, with. We, issues. That's why we push hip hop instead mm. of like we just like not okay. We was we would push Think Team or we would push Drummer Gang or Shoreline, but at the end of the day, we pushing hip hop. You feel me? Hip hop is the main thing, and then we falling under the tree. Mm. You feel me? It's it's. We all coming up together. You feel me? So that's how I was seeing That's how I'm looking at it. We all coming up together. So why not, nigga? Mm. Pretty but much. Did y'all reap the benefits, though, of doing all of that yeah, shit? Yeah, we do. With the steam team. I'm going to cap. And it's, all that it's, shit. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, because we putting ourselves into it, man, we don't have to. Yeah. It, but 
Because at it one is, point it seemed like you wanted all the smoke, nigga, with a few motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I need like, all the smoke with it, all you niggas. It be man, like that, do? though, but it. When did you start the fallout with Shoreline? Shoreline, it, it wasn't really a fallout with me and them. It was just they fell off, and then I, I, I fall off with them because they fell off. Oh, so they fell out, like stopped being cool with each other. Yeah, and and, and when that happened, you like, were cool with everybody. I was still cool with everybody, and right. then it was just, you feel me? We all, I'm still cool with Phoenix. I I still fuck with OGZ, but it was just with Same me and him. Yeah. It was just, it was just a little misconfusion type of situation. Why'd you go on Twitter and diss him? It was what happened. Why like, you say you were gonna I, take like his I chain? Like I said, it was just, it was, it was, it was like, it was like with that, bro. It was like, I just was mad, bro. It, I was mad, bro. I was mad, and and I felt like he was my brother. You feel me? So like, brothers have disagreements. Like, exactly, and I was just like, man. At the end of the day, that's why I deleted everything. I was like, I'm, I'm tweaking. Right so what? Now. Shit was getting me? tricky with the with the business side of things. No, was it, it like wasn't that? even that. It was just like on some other shit. You feel me? Oh, it, it was just, it was just miscommunication between brothers you feel me it was some other shit was he not feeling you fucking with phoenix i, I ain't gonna say <laughs> i ain't gonna say nothing but it's, it, i'm just saying it's just misconfusion you feel i know because when his ass was here and he was asked a question he just said well shit the nigga didn't the nigga didn't say that when he seen me it was just like i t- i told i i ain't gonna cap i ain't gonna cap we had a whole i seen bro in utah and I was by myself, you feel me? I, I said, bro, to the side. I'm like, bro, let's go talk. And he didn't want to talk to me, and I just left it at that. So, and then I hit bro on Instagram, like, a couple months later, you feel me? And we had a conversation. See, you took the bigger road. I like that. I like that. That's you know what, that's what it was, like bro. I, I, I mean, you felt like you really had a yeah, big relationship you feel with me? him. And that's that really what was it was. Brother. Like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to give my nigga some time. Exactly. You know that, I didn't want to be like, man, fuck this role. nigga at the end of the day. Nigga, we making money together. Nigga, well, I'm going to be like, fuck this nigga. I'm, I'm making bread with this nigga. Yeah. So it's like a lot of times we do. You do shit. That and then you be like, damn, why I do that? You feel me? So trying to rekindle the relationship, did you try to send them beats? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I sent them. I got some new shit with them. It's coming. We, we so you guys see. are cool again? Yeah, we, we we cool, but we don't. It ain't like we we. It ain't like how it used to be. You More feel business? me? Like it ain't like we hanging out with each other and and doing shit still. We it's just business now. Right. Maybe because he by himself and then not with the whole fucking group. Yeah, you know? that's why everybody vibe. growing up, bro. Yeah, it's, it's I just vibe. feel like everybody growing up and we all maturing. Mm. He got a he got a son now. I ain't got no kids, so. I'm, I'm, I'm out here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You out here? Yeah. You a party shit. animal? No, I ain't no party animal. You in the I'll club? Be, I'll be in the house. You be buying yeah. tables and shit? Nah, I'm about to for my birthday. Oh. I'm about to turn up. <laughs> I want to see Ron Ron standing on the table with his shirt <laughs> off, swinging on the Oh, your birthday, June 16th? Mine's June 17th. Oh, yeah. I knew I liked you as yeah, soon as you I'm walked in the door. Up. Wow. I'm about to turn up. Combo Damn. party. Let's yeah. go. Let's do it. What uh? So we, during all that time with Shoreline and everything, uh, how much lean you drink? I ain't gonna cap. I wasn't a really lean drinker like that. You fuck with it a little bit. I or? fucked with it a little bit. Like one time, a nigga gave me a whole eight eight of lean on, I, on tour. Nigga. Eight popped a whole pint, poured it in a baby bottle, a whole full baby bottle full of red, and he was like, "Here, run around, fuck with your music." 
And I was just like, damn, I don't know what to do with this shit. I don't drink this shit like that. So I'll just Stranger split it lean. all up with the homies. And Stranger lean is scary, bro. You feel me? Mm-hmm. How, how, how much is that shit worth now? That shit, shit worth arm and a leg. Arm and leg. A couple now. thousand. Damn. But you never know. He could be trying to hit you with the Fent pack. Yeah, that's what you you gotta watch out for that shit on tour too, cause yeah, sure. it's like a lot of niggas just trying to give you shit. They don't know what they got, or and some people like that shit and instead yeah. of the regular shit. I bet I'd love it. Damn, it's How probably crazy. It's <laughs> probably off the chain, bro. I always wanted to know what's going on with the Activizo. If anybody got to connect, let me know. Ooh, Ooh. 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 the Activizo. Um, okay, so. You guys were both there that night of the concert where Draco passed? Yeah. yeah. Take us through it. What was it like when you realized there was a problem? I realized yeah. off the hand. I knew it was going to be a problem. Uh, I yeah. T- I told Draco it was too many, too too many much, of your rivals too here, much bro. Going like, on. There's too much going on, bro. He like, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm still pulling up. We like, fuck it. Yeah. So both of y'all niggas was there at the time where y'all fighting too? Yep. Yeah. I was right there when it first started. When it cracked me, off. When it cracked off. I'm right there with Draco. Right there. Me, Kevin, Draco. So so who ran? I'm not going to say nothing. I, I, I was fighting. Who, you I was fighting. Who. I can't say who ran. That's right. You feel me? Yeah, like, right. You fighting, you can't say who ran. right there, that's so right. I can't see who did you, what. Y'all right. gonna, Jug, you could see Jug get fucking dragged out the gate. Yeah. They start stumping Jug out. Yeah, that's so, what they were saying yeah. the other day, is that you got it bad in that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. For real? Yeah. It was ugly. Do at, at one point in time, nigga, when you think about that day, do you ever feel like, you know what, if I was right there like a little bit more, man, we would have saved because like... Yeah. Because that, that kind of shit probably would have fucked me up. That, that shit fucked me up, bro, for yeah, a whole month or two, bro. Like, my whole head was fucked I'm up. Still and then my granny died, like, a, a week later after everything. So I was really fucked up, bro. And then it was just like, man, I was like, what I'm going to do? You feel me? Like, I don't want to do this shit. Like, Draco was and Greedo, the only two niggas I really had to push me further. You feel me? So it was like. Man, this nigga gone now. I only got Greedo. Yeah. And it's just, it's just fucked up. You feel me? Damn. But from what it, from everything I heard about it, they made it sound like there was so many people that it was Bro, like it wasn't even nobody could have really done anything. Like yeah, it was, like, it was only people. like seven of us fighting, bro. You feel me? And it was just like, bro, it's 30 niggas, bro, 40 niggas on this. That was at first. It, a private investigator found out it was 113 people. Yeah, I saw an article mm-hmm. that yeah. said it was 100 or so, yeah. which is hard to fathom. Yeah, so yeah, it was an ocean of niggas, really. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was at least 10 on That's shit crazy. All right. So well, how do you feel, though, when you see people acting like, Somebody ran, or people ran, or like y'all weren't good friends to him in that yeah, whole situation. Yeah, that, bro. It's weird, like, what like, can you do in that type of situation? You gonna fight, or are you gonna back back, nigga? Like, what can you do? Mm. Damn. Man, how's y'all relationship right now with the Stink Team? It's it's cool. It's 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 whatever. It's cool. I still get niggas beats. I still do whatever I got to do. You feel me? Yeah. OTM and Ralphie on my tape. I just dropped today. Mm-hmm. No, I just had the OTM on my shit. The Are You Serious? So I did that shit with them, and that shit went start doing numbers. 
I was on their last tape. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on all their tapes. Does it just feel like, I mean, when you think about that era, it's been a pretty fucking sad story in the sense of Shoreline breaking up, Greedo getting this long ass sentence, and Draco getting killed all in the course of a couple years. I mean, and, and that's why I feel and catchy. like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, well, I feel like a lot of shit set us back, like mm. just as producers, you feel me, as us trying to grow as producers too, you feel me, it set us back because we we had them to damn near rely on. I'm, mm. That, it was like it that was real like they artist was the, producer relationship yeah, that that really, we had that relationship with them. So it was like when all that shit get fucked up, it fuck up our shit too. Mm. So damn, so the Sting team, you got you know what I'm saying, OGZ and them like kind of fucked up. So where y'all at right now with it? In right the now, at the moment, we just I'm me personally, I'm still run run. I'm a still look out for the hottest nigga in LA to do some shit with. Mm. You feel yeah. me? That's, that's been me. You feel me? I always had the next nigga in LA blowing up and he got a run around beat and his beat is the beat or some is going, is going crazy. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. And yeah. I'm, I'm, still just... I'm still trying to fucking do a lot of shit with this nigga. Right. Uh-huh. Is, is that, like, really how you think of the game is, like, the best thing that you could do for your career is to, like, find the next Roddy Rich before they become huge I and just like get in there and just help where, mastermind some shit? That's what, that's what I'm best at. Mm. That's I, what I'm going to put it at. Because I, 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 um, I can't just be like, nigga, this nigga hard or this nigga hard. And, and, it, and it ain't going to go. You feel me? Mm. I just got to do what it do. I see the... Uh, Building a relationship with the artist and like really honing the sound in is best. That's that's kind of what I did. Like say with uh, Conrad, for instance, like me and Conrad, I kind of knew we kind of knew each other from the district, Crenshaw district. But when we actually linked up, you feel me? Like it became a thing, and then that's what blew up. Like with Vinci and Vitress, and and you know, shit started taking off. Right. It's like better when you lock in with an artist, yeah, though, huh? It's yeah. way better. Yeah, that, that that's what a lot scary. of motherfuckers don't be doing now. It's just like you send a nigga a beat and then I don't it's even just like, like email. Yeah. Like people be asking me, send me some beats. Like, nah, I, I want to be ask there. A nigga for yeah. a text, nigga, give me your number now. I text the beat to you. You never I had it work out good though, like sending somebody twenty beats and then one of them just becomes fucking huge and. It don't usually go like that. Mm, not for nah, me. Nah. It ain't never went like that for me. But honestly, it always be if I'm in the studio with him. Mm. If I'm in the studio yeah. with the artist, I could feel him and I play the right shit. Because mm. sending beats, you going to send what you like. Right. You're going to send the beats that you like. You're not going to send the shit that the artist like. Yeah. And Vision to Vision, that was a beat that I skipped over. He said, go back. Mm. You know what I mean? So I... It wasn't even like I was thinking about that one. So it'd be the beats that I don't like that niggas like. Yeah. Has it ever, like, you know, come a time where you motherfuckers, you know what? I'm going to just do my Kanye for real thing. I'm going to start rapping because you niggas don't know what the fuck. He's got videos out that, like, are under his name and shit. So what's the approach with that? Where, like, it's a, he makes the beat, he gets the artist on it, but then it's, like, under his name. Yeah. I would. I did that, and I actually rap on my last project. All right. It's called Where's Jug. So, um, as far as dropping singles and shit, that's like how uh, Mustard did that. Uh, DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. DJ Khaled, Dre, 
Yeah, clue. A lot of people over the years. Yeah. Producer get to a certain level, it opens a lot of doors. Yeah, I think. Exactly. It, it, you an artist now. Mm. It's not just you a producer. He an artist now because basically, you got the connection with that artist. You could blow up another artist. Exactly. But you feel like you gotta like really show out on those beats in particular. Like it has to be some Half crazy the time, shit. Niggas don't even make beats. <laughs> Who? DJ Khaled, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, all yeah. them. They don't make the beats. They buy the beats. Mm. And they you feel me? They pretty they much produce it. They got guys in there they making them for you. You feel me? They producing it. So it's different. It's like Diddy almost. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Diddy. Well, it's like if you started a company making cars. At first, you're going to be like really helping to make the cars, right? And then if it becomes Tesla, I mean, Elon Musk isn't fucking nah, bu- yeah. taping a fender to the car, right? <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, you just kind of have people like making your ideas happen slash you just putting your name on it. That's, I mean, that's that's being it's kind boss. of a weird concept. That's being the yeah. boss. That's when you turn into the boss of the producing. You feel me? Hmm. It's, it's basically like now I'm a boss in this shit. I could pay this nigga to do this that I can't do. You feel me? Then I could pay another nigga to do the drums that I can't do. And then I could just put it all together and then make it mine. So mm-hmm. sometimes when you see a producer collective though it'll be like there's one person who focuses on one thing like making loops for instance and there'll be another person who does something uh, are you guys like that or do you just do your own whole see, creative process us, I, we all got our yeah, own ideas all, okay. yeah. so if i start a melody he hop on the drums if he start a melody i can hop on the drums quad do the same thing ld ace all of us doing the same menace we all doing this mm. so we all can make beats by ourselves, but then when we collab, it's way different. Because mm. then you got all the sauce in the pot. Yeah, we, we spoke about rappers having like a big homies and shit like that. And it, motherfuckers pulling people in and doing it's stuff with like them. That like, with producers too. Yeah, I was going to ask you like, is it any producers that's like bringing y'all in and, you know what I'm saying? But not right now. You know, going well, up? Not with us, but with... <laughs> Us to other producers is like yeah. that. So y'all showing the love. Yeah. Instead of people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because people didn't show y'all love in the beginning. Exactly. Huh? exactly. It was just like these niggas making beats. You guys yeah. still waiting for your invite to Dr. Dre's house? Hell yeah. Nigga, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre ain't invited nobody nobody, nobody, nobody over <laughs> there. Crazy. Like, Might need some sauce. <laughs> Hell no. Dr. Dre like this. He's gonna see this. He's gonna be like, that's not a bad idea, yeah, white Dr. guy. Dr. Dre ain't never inviting us. <laughs> that nigga need to invite some motherfuckers over, bro. Mustard invite somebody over? I ain't, I ain't chopped. I chopped it up with Mustard, but I ain't never been in the studio with him. Mm. So I feel like with me and Mustard, though, I feel like I'm gonna want my tag on the beat. So. I need right. my tag on the beat. Oh, cause you feel like mustard if he fuck with a, a lower level. Not saying that, you know, somebody that, that don't have as much fame as him, he'll take your tag off the beat. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So that's that's basically what it is. So I, if I fuck with mustard. Is that kind of still kind of like giving your beat out for free? Yeah. Mm. It's giving yeah. your sauce away. Your sauce. But, your sauce but like you're getting money tag. off that track, yeah, right? You, get you, you getting uh, advance off that track. Mm. Mustard getting that money off that track. Mm. Mm. See, that's when I start learning the business part and all that. That's is different. Like when you start learning the business, you be like, man, I'm not about to just do this or do that. Mm. But me and mustard, we good. We. But I, like I said, I just never got in the studio with bro. I got a question. As a producer, you ever got a little shorty with you in the studio 
and then all of a sudden a lit rapper shows up to rap and he just swoops your shorty? No. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas ain't taking niggas bitches. We is not, we is not them type of producers. <laughs> <laughs> niggas just took my bitch in this motherfucker. Oh. We so all from LA. We take rappers bitches. We take rappers bitches. Absolutely. That's a good way to not get invited to the next session. <laughs> I know that nigga Draco took one of your bitches before. Oh, yeah. We throwing out names. Nah. Don't took one of yours, man. Damn. That happened? No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, no that's crazy. No <laughs> Damn. Oh, no. That's crazy. Niggas said, nah. <laughs> yeah, niggas be having swag now. I ain't gonna lie to you. Niggas, the producers niggas be coming through ice. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, though. Like, early, early in the game, I was at a video shoot, and I had a shorty pull up to the video shoot. And all of a sudden, the rapper starts talking to her. Ah, and all of a sudden, I look around the room, and I'm like, because the girl's black. She's a school And I look school, around the school. room, and I'm like, I'm the only white guy here. <laughs> and these guys talking to her, it seems a lot more natural. Like, they seem like they really getting along a lot. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they ever kept hanging out after that, but I definitely didn't end up hitting her back. She, she clearly was, like, not really fucking with me like she, she was fucking with me. She probably got you for your money. That was the whole thing. If I tell you who she ended up dating soon after that, you're going to laugh your ass off. I wish I could say it on here. You say it. A no. custer. Let's just put it that way. But I'm not going to say it on here. How important is, is branding as a producer these days, though? I noticed you guys both got some ice on you. You got some tats. It's important, even though they don't be seeing you as much. Is it like just as important to keep you know, yeah, keep some good Amiris, some good Kenzo? What it, up? It's uh, just it's with producing, I got a name, so I'm a try to keep my name good as possible. Mm. I'm not about to be out here doing no <coughs> bullshit. <laughs> so I'm going to keep my name good. Yeah, That's being absolutely. With, like, at the end of the day, we from L.A., bro. We we been in the streets. We know how the streets go, too. We not about to just do bullshit. Mm. Like, we, it's, we, it's, it's it's also you represent yourself as a man, as a person, you feel me? So what is your image? You know what exactly. I'm saying? It's not even the thought of being a producer. It's just like, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. Like, Do y'all reach out to other artists? Because I know a lot yeah. of artists probably don't want to. They probably like, I don't know if nah, these yeah. niggas going to fuck with us or yeah, not. Yeah, it'd be you like that a lot like with that. me too. Yep. It, it's yeah. like with them, it, I went in the studio the other day with somebody, and he was just like, damn, I like your beats, Ron, but I don't rap to the type of beats you be making. And That's, that, that type of shit be fucking with producers, you feel me? Because it's like, bro, I make I make more than just this L.A. shit, you feel me? I don't just make L.A. type beats. I make trap beats. I make R&B shit. I could do whatever, right. bro. So how it's do you just, get out that box? That's 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 the whole thing. That's the whole it's thing. Like it's like out trying to figure to that showcase. out. Then you 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 unstoppable once you figure that out. Cause right now I'm trying to figure that that whole little situation out. Cause everybody just think Ron Ron make a fucking LA beat. Mm -hmm. Ron Ron make this West Coast shoreline musty type beat. And it's just like no bro. You feel me? That was like Six years ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's more that you could do. More exactly, that you can bring to bro. the table. But it's like weird because 
you know, like if I if, feel like Greedo was the only one I had to really break me out that box. Mm. You feel me? Because he didn't he's just so do. He was such a free shit. spirit. He would rap yeah. over anything, right? Uh-huh. He would rap over mm. anything, and then with him, I was just making anything. He would rap on it, and that's what Facts. made me and him lock in so much. Because mm. I come with like 30, 40 beats, he would come with. 20 songs, you feel me? Mm. So it was Easy. like, man, Ron Ron, nigga. All bangers, too. All bangers, you feel me? And I'm recording them at the same time. Mm. So it was just all one one, one package with me. Uh-huh. And he was just like, fuck it. I'm, so you crazy, my producer, man. you feel me? Mm. And I was getting creative with him. He'll make a beat with me. It's It was a whole lot with Greedo. Like, that's why I feel like. It's so crazy just watching my, him. My work. mind expanded a lot fucking with him. You feel mm. me? It, it was just more than just making a beat. He was ahead of his time. For sure. I remember the moment he told me, because he had living legend on his face, and I assumed that he had got it like since he got popping as a rapper, and he's like, nah, I got this like 10 years ago. I'm like, oh, you you are some crazy shit. Like, you fucking got living legend on your face when you're young as shit? Like, that's some wild shit. But he was also like ahead of his time. He was one of the first face set two motherfuckers in L.A. in terms of rappers, I feel like, too. Yeah. yeah, that's what AD always says. Yeah, I'm always just stealing. I'm gonna I'm kind of say that too. He he been around. Mm. Yeah. For sure, did you huh? did you do some shit with Chike? Yeah, yeah. I had, I had shit with Chike and I had both of us had shit with Chike. Shit with Rucci, I had shit, a lot of shit, bro. See, and that's the type of shit I'm talking about where motherfuckers should be comfortable with reaching out to y'all because some people probably like I don't know and I. But like, see, you know what he was fucking with them when they I were all still with cool. Them. I was everybody fucking with them cool. when everybody was cool, bro. And yeah. then when everybody fell off, I fell off with them. It's because it's like I'm, I had to. You feel me? Trike and Rucci started I'm, acting like you were on some different shit yeah, because you were with Draco. Because I was with Draco, mm. and then it was like it was. It's not like that, bro. I grew. I came up with Draco first before I start fucking with y'all. Mm. And it was just like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fuck with the homies. I'm gonna go fuck with Draco. At the end of the day, you feel me? That's yeah. what it was. Mm. But, but it wasn't like it's all love at the end of the day. I'm not dissing nobody. I'm not. You feel me? Yeah, it's all love. I, I was in the anywhere video, nobody. but it's still all love at the end of the day. Do you feel like it's kind of on you guys partially to? keep Draco's name alive because like when you talk to the stinks you know clearly they feel like he's kind of being written out of history he's not being rem- like memorialized or whatever because shit was so political sometimes it Hell feels yeah. like the industry ain't really like, giving him his due it was a it was a lot of like with me and Draco we had a mm-hmm. long ass conversation at trophy house one day mm-hmm. and it was just like he like run around bro you 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 be doing all this shit bro but they not giving you your recognition you need bro and I was just like, man, like you feel me? It's like, I was like, bro, I don't, I don't know what to do. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, he was like, bro, we gonna, we gonna come together on some shit, and that's what we was trying to do. We was trying to, we had that same form conversation. A little, on, on you feel me? A little, a little label under for LA. Mm-hmm. We was trying to do some shit, like some real. Man, how do you feel like Real you get over shit. that fucking hump though as an LA producer, man? Cause you are, you should be a staple, but it's just like people really not trying to put you there. Like, so you really should be like bigger than what you are. Though. Cause I mean, you came up with like who, some dudes who realistically, well, Draco specifically, are kind of like the most controversial dudes in LA that like both sides kind of didn't I necessarily feel like, fuck I with. I feel like it's just, 
I was the middleman between both sides. Mm. Yep. Damn near. You feel me? I was the middleman. I'm the producer. Mm. I gotta do some shit with some bloods niggas. I gotta do shit with the crip niggas. It's it's just being a producer, nigga. You gonna you gonna be in the box, nigga. If you don't, how's those studio sessions when they like, well, nigga, you was just over there with what you gonna call that nigga? <laughs> <laughs> what were they talking about? Yeah, yeah, like, like, what yeah, niggas yeah. talking about is that? Yeah, that's two hours, a nigga like, like trying to figure out you, like, like nigga, but you be over there saying, nigga, nigga when the nigga said it, so nigga. It's like I could be wherever I wanna be. Yeah. You, you gotta stand yeah. on your shit as a producer, right? Because if, as soon as you let one of these dudes start manipulating you, because that was that's a risk as a podcast. Or two yeah. for show sure. over the years, I had a rapper who thought that they got niggas to tell me what thinking, to do. I had to be like, No, 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 producers is sweet, and it's just like, Bro, we <laughs> not, bro. We all come up from the same fucking section, nigga. I went to Washington, nigga. I, I, went to I know, I know the whole get down to every gang in LA. You feel me, exactly. nigga? My pops and mom's gang bang, so it's like, Bro, what the fuck? I'm, I'm just not. A gangbanger, bro. Yeah. I know everything, bro. I'm not about to do it, though. Nigga, how the fuck you missed that fastball, nigga? With your- <laughs> 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 like, like, moms and see, pops gangbanging. Seeing a lot of shit, yeah. and pops, pops was there. You feel me? He always told me, like, nigga, don't gangbang. Mm. So it, it, he was there. Right. That's what, what it was. What's your perspective on the Stink Team Rumble fallout? Uh... That shit, shit is, I don't know. I, I ain't even gonna speak on that. It's just weird. Just, you never did weird. music with Rumble? I got a song with Rumble oh. and Draco on my tape. Oh. I don't have, I don't and have it, no songs with Rumble yet. It was just like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, uh, it's too much politics, bro. Mm. That we not getting it. To. <laughs> you're, you're not picking playing sides. You're picking favorites. You're just staying out of it. Yeah. Real, real political. We got Bill Clinton over here. <laughs> I did not have sex with that woman. Okay. What do we got to look out for? Like, what, what's what's to come? What's what's the big new moves that are going down from the hit mob? Shit, my shit just dropped. Like I said. <laughs> So I got uh, everybody on there. E40, Conrad, the remix with Gunna. Um, I got Mozzie on there. Uh-huh. Uh, I got, yeah, everybody. One Take, uh, RJ. You know what you need to do before you die? You need to do a song with Young Scooter. Uh, uh, yeah. That's like my favorite rapper. Yeah. I was going to use that, uh, his, that. As my tag at first. Oh, he's gonna take everything. <laughs> he take everything. <laughs> he's taking everything for sure. But Draco made my tag, so I was just like, I don't right. need to do that. That's good. Yeah, because they're gonna think you're on some Atlanta shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. With me, I got a lot of shit about to come out. Uh, I got this one artist from IE Spank Nitty James. Ooh. Oh, I yeah, got a go whole crazy. tape with him about to come out. I I've been fucking with R three the Chili Man. Uh, no, I'm still fuck with OTM, uh, Stink Team. Then I still got shit with uh, fucking the homie Talibando from Detroit. Detroit, yeah. I got I got a nice ass song that's about to drop with him. Sada Baby, uh, Jay Critch. Jay uh, Critch. Yeah, I got some shit with him. I just happened with him. Bangers. Well, he hit, I actually hit him up and he hit me back and. We 
connected on some shit. Is J3, mm-hmm. f- I mean, the Chili Man, is he from IE too? Yeah, yeah he's from he, IE. He rap with another nigga. Was it like Stack uh, 5 or what's that? Uh, S5. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm tapped in two yeah. niggas, man. Yeah. yeah, okay. I just had tweeted, so everybody was tweeting me who was hot in that IE. So I'm like, okay, I'm paying attention. Yeah, yeah nigga just hit me with that shit too. Yeah, and I'm niggas, like, okay. niggas going up right now. Man. <laughs> I got to check that out. Yeah. I got, mm-hmm. Like, I got a couple shit. Then even the homies, like, LD, he got shit with them. Quad, mm-hmm. he, Quad going, going crazy. crazy. He got shit with Wiz, Wiz fucking Juicy J. Juicy J, Sauce Walker. He, he going, Sosa, Sosa man, man, he going crazy. He going up. He going up right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out Quad Woofers. And then my boy <laughs> Menace, he like he like my little protege. That's my, my little nigga right there. He's bigger he, than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> nah, he went on the beat though. He been he been from hip hop since day one. Oh, he, okay. he he was like 14, 15 when he when he came in. Y'all had that yeah, nigga in the like, studio, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Smoking weed with Draco at 14. Nah, he 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 was he, he, he was in the IE. He, he didn't come around until he graduated. Oh, okay. so when he graduated, he started coming <laughs> yeah. around, and you feel me? He got shit with Blue Bucks, mm-hmm. shit with uh, OGZ, mm-hmm. shit. He got a lot of shit that's about to come out, and then Ace, he got, like I said, he got the bands, and this nigga, he just be, and we be on this nigga head. I ain't gonna sugarcoat <laughs> shit. We be on bro head. That uh-huh. nigga been in the, in the cut too long. We be like, nigga, pop your ass up, bro. Do something, nigga. <laughs> this nigga just be making beats. Don't send beats to nobody. Like, nigga, who gonna hear the beats, nigga? So, but that's my nigga, man. He got, he, he, he one of the, the goats at this shit. You feel me? All right. So, definitely. We all a, a big ass collective, though. And we, like I said, we trying to take over the streets of LA. We trying to take over more than LA and, Take over the whole fucking United States, you everything. Know. You feel me? That's real. Yes, sir. We appreciate you guys uh, sharing the story and everything. Hell yeah, oh, yeah, it's all good. For it's sure. all good, man. Jug and Ron Ron. Yeah. yeah. Hip mob. Hip mob. Hip mob. Yes, yeah, sir. Like <laughs> 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 I ain't rapping. <laughs> I'm too nice. I'm gonna make a lot of rappers feel basement. bad. First time yeah. I drop a song. Woo. It's Adam got bars. Stupid. Adam got bars, homie. You gotta put a mask on like MF Doom and rap. When I start rapping, the murder rate goes up. (laughs) (laughs) They used to always say that back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got GTA bars for sure. I'll be there. I don't play no video We gotta games. do a, a show together or something. Let's yeah, do it. Something, something like. Let's, let's do, do it. Something like. You play the beats, I'll rap. Nah, nah, nah. No. I'm gonna get the artist. And oh, okay. we do some shit like that. Me and Gina Views will like, be out uh, there. Everybody say hey, uh, oh. no jumper. Left no side, make some noise. Right something. side, make some yeah. noise. No, no jumper and friends. Yeah, no, no jumper, jumper and friends. Let's go. Let's do something. Yeah. Gang yeah. shit. Gang Ron shit. Ron and Jug. T Rel. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. No Jumper Coolest Podcast of the World. I did it in the wrong order. Again. Appreciate y'all.